Κατέβασε και εσύ το Beton Alpha App και μη χάσεις ούτε ένα γκολ. Beton Alpha. Ανεβήκαμε κατηγορία. Έτο! Κοπέλια! I think Mr. Tarbuluzi is sitting somewhere now. Maybe he's in an office. Maybe he's at the Cafenio. Uh, Maybe he's at Alpha Mega. Maybe he's at the betting shop. Maybe he's betting with Bet on Alpha, our sponsor. And maybe he's sitting there looking at his phone thinking, fuck's sake, I can't win with you guys. I can't win. I can't win. Is this not enough for you? What do I have to do? Welcome to No Choftes, uh, powered by Bet on Alpha. This is an impromptu show. I never expected to do this show today. Uh, I didn't expect to do one. I didn't bank on doing a pod today. Um, but yes, we have a signing. We have a winger, another winger. We, we wanted a winger. We got one. Um, and I'm calling for a bit of calm here, boys and girls, or whatever you um, identify yourself as, because these days you can't say boys and girls because there are millions, bajillions of genders. Apparently, so I don't know what you guys identify as, but I'm just saying boys and girls because I've also have it. And as you can see, my beard is getting even more grayer. But yes, we have a new signing, Ismail Tajuri Shradi. And do you know what? I know fuck all about this guy. I know nothing. Nada. Tipode. I know nothing about him. But the reason, and, and I'm hoping to get on a guest at some point, either this evening or tomorrow, to talk a little bit more about this player. My guest, who will know this player, maybe he might even know him personally, because he's interviewed him a few times as well. So, I want to talk about this player, not about his ability, because I know very little, if, if not anything. But this came right out of nowhere, like Randy Orton, Yeah. And people are already complaining about it. I've seen a tweet, or should I say a, a newspaper article, saying that he's only played a handful of minutes, six minutes to be precise. He's got a lot of injuries. He's got this, he's got that, and people are moaning. And you know what? I can understand the frustrations. I can understand the anger, because how are we signing a player that hasn't kicked the ball in, in months? How does that even make sense? I can understand why people are going to turn around and say, well, you know, they claim to have scouted Barker for three years and he had a shit ton of injuries and barely played. How have they scouted this guy? He's hardly played. He hasn't done anything for months. I get it. Because that was my, I wouldn't say it was my initial reaction, but in the back of my head, I'm thinking, this doesn't make sense to me. This don't make no sense to me, this signing. Like, who is this guy? I don't know him. So that immediately means he must be shit. Not necessarily, not at all. Beyond that, now when you delve into it a little bit deeper and you look at who this player's agent is or the the, the agency that run that has his um, registration, it's David Villa's uh, agency. Remember David Villa that played for New York City FC, who used to have this player. Uh, David Villa that played for Barcelona, Valencia, the Spanish national team. David Villa is the president of the agency. Um, and delving into it a little bit deeper, Ultra is a client of theirs. Yeah, the the Ajax manager. Mm. 
So is there, is there a chance we're going with a bit of a Spanish theme again? Or maybe signing this player for a year and a half could be a little bit of a favour for someone? I don't know. I'm just like um, throwing things out there just to deflect your attention from these injuries and all of this shit that we're going to hear. Because let's get it right, yeah? We signed Brandon Barker at the beginning of the season and we were saying 13 hamstring injuries. He's, he's He gets loads of injuries and blah, 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 blah. And he hasn't been great for us. So, yes, I understand people are going to be pissed off. But to be honest, Brandon Barker had a good game the other day, didn't he? And while that might be his leaving present for us, he didn't do too badly. He hasn't been a total disaster, has he? He's been all right. He hasn't been shit. Now, this lad who, at the beginning, do you know what? I did some research into this guy, and I saw that there was a, a bit of a back and forth between his former coach, Bruce Arena, who I believe was once the American national team head coach. Um, in fact, when Ishmael, I'm going to call him Ishmael, because I don't want to go into his, uh, his, his surname. I, I can't even pronounce it. I don't even get it right. So I'm going to call him Ishmael. Yeah. When Ishmael was at LAFC, he had an injury. He then joined the New England Revolution, right? And he was injured. He was injured. And Bruce Arena accused Los Angeles FC of selling him uh, a player that was, you know, damaged goods. You know, he even said the player had, and I quote, potentially a a career-ending injury, right? Obviously, LAFC hit back and they said, we categorically disagree with Bruce Arena's recent comments and... Um, you know, we, we stand firmly behind the careful, diligent and professional work of our medical staff. We're glad that the league is taking this matter with the level of severity it deserves. It looks forward to the findings of the investigation. So Bruce Arena's comments obviously struck a note with LAFC and then MLS got involved. I don't know what seems to have happened. But what surprised me reading into this even more is that these MLS clubs, when they transfer players, they don't do medicals. I couldn't believe it. Like, Really? You don't do a medical when you go to another club in MLS. What the fuck is going on here? But anyway, listen, it is what it is. Now, this lad who apparently had a career-ending injury then went to Germany for his rehabilitation because clearly in the United States, they're not as diligent or stringent as they are in various countries. And I know what you're going to say. It's the United States of America. It's the land of the free, the home of the brave. Surely, with their technological advances, they will have this incredible um, or incredibly stringent medical um, examinations for these players. And they'll be, you know, they'll identify the injuries. And if there's a problem, they're going to catch it. No. Believe it or not, boys and girls, yeah, incompetency is global. Yeah. So it isn't just in Cyprus. It isn't just in the, in the United Kingdom. It's everywhere. So there are incompetent people. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to switch gears a little bit or sidestep a little bit. If you don't know the name Chris Aman, Google him, right? He was a doctor for the WWE, the, the wrestling company, you know, the, the multi-billion pound wrestling company that so many people know about. Chris Aman, right, was the guy that was giving Z-Packs to wrestlers. You know, Z-Packs are like... Um, they're anti-inflammatories, they're like ibuprofen, but a stronger form. It's kind of like in between morphine and ibuprofen, right? But what he was doing, he was giving these Z-packs to these wrestlers who had a shit ton of injuries, 
and said, take this, it's all right, you can go and perform. You can go take chair shots and you can go jump off fucking 20-foot ladders or whatever the fucking you want to do. It's okay, you'll be fine. You could jump up and down and damage your knee, this Z-pack will be fine. And this guy went to fucking court when CM Punk took him to court and he swore an oath that he was giving these performers Z-packs or Z-packs as they call them, yeah? So incompetence is everywhere. So I'm not going to sit here and say, Bruce Arena was right. Everything he said about this player was right. He is damaged goods. He isn't the real deal. He's got too many injuries, blah, 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 blah. No, because perhaps New England Revolution, whoever, whichever club it was, I don't know whichever club it was that he joined from LAFC, perhaps they didn't do their due diligence. Or maybe that he just didn't work out there and they needed an excuse to, to uh, throw crud at LAFC. You never know. But this lad has gone to Germany. He's rehabilitated. He feels good. And let's get it right here. When a player comes back from an injury, right, he's not meant to go full pelt in training. The load, the volume, all that kind of shit can really uh, cause a recurrence of the injury. Yeah? So let's say, for example, you know, this lad has gone to... Uh, have his uh, his surgery over it was in the United States and he's come back from the injury and straight away, first two days of training, here I go, high intense training. You do shuttle runs, you do sprints. That's not how it works. So perhaps, perhaps, there's a chance that when he's come back from an injury, his club have battered him in training and he's got a recurrence of the injury. Perhaps he's taken a few months out to rehabilitate, to get his body back into peak fitness or to some match fitness that he's ready to, to start from scratch. So this whole, he's only played six minutes in a certain amount of months, this is bullshit. It's bullshit. Again, I understand people's reluctance to get excited about this move. And again, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not excited about it, but let's get it right. What's to say that he doesn't turn out to be a good player? And it's only a year and a half deal anyway. You know, the, the football agency side of me was saying, well, maybe a year and a half contract. Maybe we're doing his agent a favor. Maybe there's like a long-term strategy, a long-term relationship being built. And we decided to take this guy as like a precaution, you know, let's see, take him for a year and a half. If it works out great, if it doesn't, oh, well, we've done him a favor so we can call it in when, when the time comes. You, you, you just never know. You just never know. But this is David Villa's client and David Villa is a big name. And um, I was joking around with the boys in the WhatsApp group thinking, well, David Villa might be our next sporting director. But then I was stupid enough not to look at the name of the agency, DB7. I was like, oh, yeah, that is that is his DB7, DB7. So that is his, uh, that is his uh, president, the president of the agency. So I'm not sitting here getting all fucking angry about this signing. I know people are going to say, well, what about the scouting? And I get it. I get it. Well, how can you scout a player that's injured? You can't. You can't. But at the same time, you know, what? what's the gamble? He's arrived on a free. We haven't spent much money apart from the wages. Perhaps there's been a signing on fee and maybe his agent will get 5 or 7% or even 10% of it, whatever. But is it really a gamble? Is it really a gamble? When we've seen on YouTube, and again, I, I reiterate what I've said on numerous occasions when it comes to YouTube, any, any YouTuber can make a player look like Messi, you know? Um, but he looks half decent. And if you go on social media, which again is a, is a bit of a um, shit way of gauging how good a player is, if you, 
if you go on Twitter, again, the, the, the biggest cesspit on the planet, if you go on Twitter and search his name, you see quite a lot of positive things from fans of NYCFC, LAFC, and, and various other people, even, even journalists who even say that, you know, he, he, he'd be a decent player if he didn't have so many injuries. But that goes back to what I said about the club that he was at. Perhaps they battered him in training. Perhaps they absolutely rinsed him to the point where it's like these injuries were coming thick and fast. And it goes back to what I said about incompetence. You know, let's get it right. Barker joined us and we we're talking about the injuries. How many times has he actually been out with a hamstring injury? Has he actually had any hamstring injuries since joining us? So perhaps the training has been catered to him. Perhaps the training has, has worked well. And as uh, George says here, Lufna and Fabi were signed after long spells on the sidelines. Well, didn't Lufna have a fucking ACL? And he came back. So, look. I just want everyone to calm the fuck down a little bit. Yeah? Because, as I said, it's easy to be critical of the player. He's been injured, blah, blah, blah. But let's calm the fuck down. He hasn't played for several months, which, let's get it right. Can't really be a bad thing. While the match fitness won't be there, and I'll be very surprised if he features any time between now and Salamina. And I'll be very surprised if he starts against Salamina, which I doubt he'll probably be on the bench at that. Yeah? And yeah, you know what, Stefano? You've made a good point here. We know we're a shambles from top to bottom, but let's wait and see if he comes good on the pitch. There you go. We have been critical of the powers that be. We have been talking about the lack of transfers and the type of transfers we've made. But you know what? Let's give them the benefit of the doubt for once. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not the biggest Simo fan, but at least he had the balls to go in total green and take whatever questions that were sent his way. And he, he probably knew what to expect. So there's the, the double-edged sword here. But let's give them the benefit of the doubt, okay? Let's give them the benefit of the doubt for once. I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult. And it's difficult for me to, to go back on everything I've said. And this isn't me flip-flopping, but you know what? It's a different mind state for 2023. It's a different mentality. I'm not going to come in. Yeah, while I keep saying fuck Androby, I agree, fuck Androby all the way. And that's not going to change. But at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? Are we doing more damage than good by sitting here and moping about little things here and there? For all we know, this fella might be the next Tamari, for all we know. And you can clip it, and all these other listeners are going to clip it and say, oh, he's comparing. I'm not. I'm just saying... This guy could come good. He might be shit. He might be might be tragic. But we wanted a winger. We've got a winger. He can play on the right. He can play on the left, which ain't a bad thing. And looking at some of the goals that he scored, okay, because I'm not talking about flicks and tricks and skills here. I'm talking about the, the goals that he scored, right foot, left foot. He's got variation. Now, is he quick? I don't know. Is he strong? I don't know. Like I said, I've only just seen a few clips of him. Hence the reason why I'm trying to get someone on that knows the player. And there's one person in particular that, that knows about this player. So I'm going to try and get him on either this evening or tomorrow. And um, yeah, let's let, let's see if I can get him on to give us more information about the player as a, as a player, not as an injury-ravaged <laughs> individual. Maybe waiting for the technical director's gardening lead to finish. And this was first... Possibly. Possibly, George. But um, listen... There's no coincidence that he has signed and you look at his agent and you look at the, the, the clients that this agency has 
and I'm seeing Ultra as one of the clients. And Ultra is obviously at IEC, and I know that some of the, the members of staff at the agency are linked to Xavi Roca in some respect. It's very incestuous football. If you look at Anorthosi, the players that, that they've signed or the players that they're going to sign pretty soon, they're all Spanish. And these are players that Munoz knows. So it wouldn't be a surprise if Munoz has the same representative as he's... It's, it's, it's incestuous. Shave that beard. Chris, I'll tell you what, yeah? I know we've only got 50-odd people watching live here. Yeah? You want me to shave the beard? You want me to... Let's do something for charity, Chris, yeah? Since you know a lot of people... Let's raise some money for charity. I'm going to choose a charity in Cyprus, yeah? And we will raise as much money as we possibly can. Let's do a target. What's that we say? 500, 1,000 euros, yeah? If we can raise 1,000 euros for a specific charity, I'll pick one. I know which one I've got in mind anyway because I, I want to have a conversation with the, the person that, that is running the ship there. If we can raise 1,000 euros between now and, say, end of Feb... I'll give you lots to the end of Feb. I will shave my beard. I'll shave my beard. A thousand euros. If we can raise a thousand euros, there you go, smart ass. A thousand euros. You played 50 euros straight away. Okay, fine. I'm going to speak to the Mastoris of this, of this charity, right? And I'm going to, because like I said, I've got these things in motion. In my mind, it's not just like ADHD. It's just, I'm just fucking whatever. Yeah, well, 50 euros each. Yeah, I'm, my, my maths is shit, but that's, 50 euros each, 10 people is 500 euros, 20 people is is a, is a thousand, yeah? Is, is my math shit or is it good? Yeah? So if we can raise a thousand euros by the end of February, yeah? I'm going to keep growing my beard until the end of February. I'm going to keep growing it. I might trim it a little bit so I don't look like a complete fucking tramp, yeah? But if we can raise a thousand euros by the end of Feb, I will shave my beard. I'll do it even live on the stream. I'll shave it live on the stream. I don't give a fuck. I've got the honey. I'll shave it. I'll even get the razor out. I'm you think I'm joking. I'll do it. If you are up for it, I'll do it. We can raise it. Where? What do you mean where? Where what? Where, where? My beard. I'm not going to shave my balls, am I? Uh, live. Yeah, I'll do it live. I'll shave it live. 100%. If it's for charity, I'll do it, bruv. Honestly, I don't care. You know, if it's, if it's a thousand euros... To help a charity, yeah, for people that desperately need help. It's just a beard. It's just hair. It will grow back. That's all it is. I ain't got no hair on my head. So what's the difference? You know? I tell you, if we make it free grand, I'll shave my eyebrows. I'll shave my eyebrows. If we can raise free grand for a charity, I'll shave my eyebrows and my beard. I'm not even joking. Because for me, appearance is just appearance. Give a fuck. I don't care, honestly. <laughs> let's raise 999 then we raise money for charity and beer stays well i will even put that extra euro in there bedrock yeah i'll read I'll, i'll even throw in the euro myself to make it a grand honestly and then they're your revolute not my revolutes not my revolutes oh his revolute dudos no don't don't trust him he's a usb dj you can't trust him fuck it but yeah so um which charity banayodi I'll tell you what, let me, let me, oh, fuck, I'm doing it live now. I, I can't do all the, I can't multitask as well as women, honestly. But um, I, I, I tell you what, I will find the charity's name and I will, I'm going to speak to the lady that's in charge of the charity because as I was meaning to speak to her today, but something came up, not this, but work-wise, something came up. So I had to do this. Why don't we wait, raise money for, for transfers? Nere, 
forget it. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> but yeah, look, how do you, let's, we've changed the subject here. What do you guys feel about this transfer, right? I want you guys to tell me what you initially feel about this transfer, because like I said, I'm going to try and get someone on that knows more about this player, either at some point this evening or tomorrow, and you guys can make your decision there, yeah? That's Stills beard to sign Lufna. <laughs> You're taking a piss. Um, so yeah, what do you feel about the transfer? What do you guys know about this player? I, I'm not getting overly excited about this, but listen, I'm not going to shit on the guy before he's even put on the, the Fanella, man. Do you know what I mean? We raised money to get fucking Christophe. Whoa, and we saw how that ended up. So, yeah, come on, man. What do you guys feel about the transfer? Stop talking about raising money. Let's talk about this, this new signing, Ishmael. Come on, man. Let's talk about him. Tell me. What do you think of this player? Mm. Are we stressing? Are people stressing? I don't want people to be stressing, man. Another Barker, another Zaharil. Christo, to be honest, right... Barker hasn't been out injured that many times, has he? And Zaha has had the recurrence of a hip injury, which he's now in Belgium receiving treatment. So he obviously decided, right, I'm going to go abroad and have it looked at. And the company, or should I say the, the physio that he's gone to see to get it treated, looked after people like Lukaku and other top players. So give Zaha a bit, a bit of credit here. He's, he's trying to get something sorted. So don't don't be too hasty with Zaha. Trust me. I get what you're saying. It's not been a great start to his Omonia career, but we've seen glimpses of what he can do. So if Zaha comes back as a player that we expected him to be, don't worry, man. Trust me. Tupin as well sees that early they make transfers or not, we're negative. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Early signing, negative. Late signing, negative. We want signings. We want players to improve the team. Yeah? And if this blo this bloke can improve the team, so be it. As I said, it's only for a year and a half. It's only for a year and a half. If he does well, we renew. If he doesn't, bye-bye. It's that simple. Honestly. Uh... <laughs> Fuck off, man. To be honest, I'm confused about this transfer. Zaha has to go. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I love Zaha. And as long as I'm here, Zaha's going to be here. Whether you like it or not, you have to kill me to get rid of Zaha. Uh, okay. Well, listen, that's that's fine. Okay, let them let them talk. And listen, I, I don't blame them for talking because they're top of the league. So we can't say nothing. That simple. Let's be positive. Bravo. Thank you. I just search him and transfer mark, and I think it'll be another no one from the MLS. Yeah, Nadume. Nadume. For all of us, should be a no unless he shows something else. We've seen a lot of bad, bad transfers last year. That's the correct way to approach Edrich. Every transfer, I can't even get my words out. Every transfer from now on. And that's it, eh? And do you know what? I don't blame you for being pessimistic. It's normal to be pessimistic, especially when it's a signing that no one knows about, no one knows too much about. His uh, injury record ain't great. But what's to say? Almost looks like a king dollar. Well, listen, if he if he turns out half as good as as Dave, then we'll be all doing cartwheels, won't we? Every newcomer must show their efforts and desire after we give them their flowers. Bravo! I agree. I agree. And it's the, it goes back to what we said um, when Barker signed. Isn't the pitch the mirror? Isn't it the Gathrefti? Transfer Mart says that he's injured. 
Yeah, I wouldn't pay too much attention to Transfermarkt, really. They said that we had an 86% chance of signing some Brazilian player. 86%. I mean, what, how random is that? 86%. Can't you just say it's 80% or 90%? Why is it 86%? Where's that 6% come from? No, no. Guys, what's going on with Matavs? Um, I think Matavs is gone, to be honest. I think he's gone. Either he's going to go to a club in the Middle East or go to Slovenia. Um, I think he'll be an okay squad player, hopefully. Next signing should be Gidsos. You're going on from, from Turtle Green last night, yeah? Gidsos says he's healthy. The only problem is his injury record. Okay, fair enough. So, injury record aside, no one's saying anything about the player. That's it. That's what people are talking about, the injury record. So, if we take the injury record and put it to one side, what do we know? Nothing. No one's saying anything. Isn't that funny? Because all we're talking about is the injury record. But as I said, he went to Germany. He rehabilitated. He feels fine. He hasn't played for a while. So what's to say that he's not fresh? See, again, yeah, okay. Uh, you can't put that aside. You can't do that. Though. I, I can. I can, and I am. I am doing it. I'm doing it. I don't care. Because if he gets an injury, then people are going to say, told you so. So what we lost out? But if he has made a full recovery and he's a decent player, then what? This is what I'm saying. I'm trying to be more positive. I was really reluctant to be excited about the Barker signing because of his injury record. And I'm trying to sit and I'm thinking to myself, do you know what? What's the point of getting rattled? What's the point? There you go. Typical Cypriot. He'll search his highlights from YouTube, get overexcited and then disappointed when he will not perform that well. Who's getting excited? As I said, when you look on YouTube, any YouTuber can make you look like Messi. Yeah. Do a Google search for Bebe, that guy that used to play for Man United. And before he joined Man United, he was playing the Homeless World Cup. In fact, it made him look like fucking G-Sun Park. But listen, you're right. Anyone can look on highlights and get excited and then, you know, because that's normal. This is, this is football, isn't it? I seem to remember. I remember it was last year. Or was it a year before? No, it was last year. Beginning of last year. I was on Twitter. Again, cesspit. And there was this Arsenal fan, and he did this video compilation of Bissouma, how he and Thomas Partey would be the perfect link-up, the perfect combination. Six months later, Bissouma joins Tottenham, and the guys deleted the fucking video. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm not going to stress. You have to be realistic. Nere, you, you have to be realistic. I, I get what you're saying, Ray. I'm not, I'm not shitting on what you're saying. You, you're entitled to your opinion, and you're entitled to your views. And do you know what? In six months or a year's time, you might say to me, I told you so. Fine. And I will take it on the chin. But me, I'm not getting excited about the signing. I'm not. But at the same time, you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt and give him a, give him a chance. If he does have a recurrence of his injuries, then we can say, do you know what? The writing was on the wall the moment he joined us. We knew about the injuries. We knew about the record. We knew all of these things. Yeah. And it was a, it was a gamble to bring him in. That's what people were going to say. But for me, I don't think it's that much of a gamble. I really don't. I really don't. Because he's coming for nothing. He's signing for a year and a half. 
And let's get it right. Look at the players that we've signed in the past. I mean, was was Galicene a, a, a ridiculous signing? I mean, he did okay. And I know he's doing well in, in Switzerland now. But did he set the Brodathlima on fire? No. Did EI set the Brodathlima on fire? He came with a perfect injury record. I mean, he was accused of rape, but he came with a perfect injury record. And what did he do? Fuck all. And what's he doing now, apart from scoring a penalty against us? What's he doing? So it's easy to say, oh, you know, his injury record is, is shit and he, he comes with loads of injuries and he, he might get injured. Okay, fine. But we've signed players with a perfect bill of health and they've done fuck all. So again, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, mm, balance it out a little bit. Balance it out. Bebe is the largest agent trick ever. Yeah, this is another... Uh, I don't even know why Sir Alex Ferguson wasn't arrested for that. But again, I'm not going to go into that one. Did we get him on a free? Who? This fair? I'm sure he's a free transfer. He's a free agent. Your problem is why take the risk? Um, uh, risk reward, I'm guessing. Um, why have various clubs taken gambles on, on other players for their disciplinary issues? I mean, look at Abolo. They've taken a risk on Varda, haven't they? Haven't they? It, this is just what I'm saying. Again, I'm not shitting on your opinions or your views. You're, you're more than welcome. And I like having these discussions. I, I like having these discussions. I like having these debates. And it's interesting to hear what, what people have to say and how they feel about it. But I, I can't sit here and get angry about it. As I said, at the beginning, thinking about it, I was, it, it stank for me looking at this, this signing. A year and a half looking at which agency he's with and look at the, the players that are within the agency and look at the clients that are with the agency. But then you're looking at a, a bigger perspective. Well, you know, am I wheezing? I, I vape too much, aren't I? Like, you know. But anyway, listen, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, and look, he's 28 years old. He's not, he's not old. Um, you're thinking he's at the peak of his career. And... What's the worst that could happen, boys and girls? What's the worst that could happen? He gets another injury and that's it. Okay, fine. That's it. It's, it's just, um, I think it's easy to get angry about this particular signing because of the track record of what's happened over, well, for how long? A year and a half now, you know? Signing Lovera on deadline day in January, signing Matavs on deadline day, then signing three players at the beginning of the summer and then waiting on deadline day to sign Hoopens and Karim. I get it. And then obviously with Simor and people not knowing his, his particular role and yada, 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 and him going on total green and not really saying anything that we didn't expect him to say and people still were shitting on the guy. I get it. I get the anger. I, I, I get it. I get the frustration. Um, but maybe, you know, being 2023 20, and me being more calm and me being less fucking angry about things about life in general me making peace with with things as a whole or people as a whole maybe i'm just sitting here thinking you know what fuck it give me the benefit of the doubt man and you know what this might turn out to be a decent signing he might be pivotal he might be very helpful in the background he's 28 you know he's got some experience hasn't he he's played in austria he's played in mls he's played alongside some pretty decent players as well didn't he win the um didn't he win the MLS Cup? Didn't he didn't he win a trophy with LAFC, if I'm not mistaken? I don't know. Didn't he play with Carlos Vela at LAFC or am I thinking about the wrong club? I don't know. So look, 
it might be good, sometimes good, sometimes shit. You don't know. You know, so I'm not getting angry, but I just want you guys to, to take a step back and think, you know what? This injury thing might not be as bad as it's made out to be. Okay? That's it. That's all I have to say on this. So just calm the fuck down. Follow him on Instagram. Say welcome to Armonia. Benvenido. I'm Imundo. Uh, welcome to this uh, this strange, freaky world that is Cypriot football, the Bronathlima. Um, and let's see. Let's see how this one goes. Like I said, I'm going to try and get a guest on that knows this player, knows more about him in terms of his attributes, in terms of his ability, in terms of what he can offer the club. And hopefully that might change your perception on, on the player. I just don't think it's fair for us to get on the lad's back before he's even fucking joined the club. Or even, okay, he's been in Cyprus for two days. Has he had a training session? I don't know. He's had a, a medical and he's passed it. So I guess we have to trust the the medical team that, that have done their job and they've had their, done their x-rays and their MRIs and their heart scans and that kind of shit. And they've tested whichever, you know, it was a muscular injury, wasn't it? Wasn't it an ankle injury that he was out for, apparently? It wasn't a hamstring or was it one of the two? So if it was an ankle injury, so I don't know. I don't know. He won the Austrian Second League and the MLS Cup. Well, look, MLS Cup ain't an easy trophy to win. I mean, there aren't that many clubs that win them back-to-back. Was it the Sounders that won it back-to-back? I think the Sounders are the only club to won MLS back-to-back, if I'm not mistaken. They've always had different winners every season. So it is competitive. And look, we love Johnny's. Is he, is he playing much at SKC at the moment? Is he playing many games? So it's a very difficult league to get in, man. Gareth Bale didn't do too well there. I mean, yeah, he scored a few goals and he won a medal. But was he setting the league on fire? Did Lampard do well out there? Did Gerrard do well out there? I can't seem to remember these great, phenomenal players doing well in MLS. I know it's the back end of their careers, but you'd think... I mean, Ibrahimovic did well, but did he win MLS? I don't think he did. Beckham did well. He won two MLS trophies. But in terms of big names, I've gone out to America and smashed it. Who's done really well? Did Birlo do well out there? I can't remember. Really and truly. So these big boys have gone to MLS. Mm, I don't know, man. You need to, to think outside the box when it comes to this shit. So you can't shit on MLS and say, oh, it's a shit league. Big players have struggled there. So... Anyway, listen, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to be the positive still again, man. My, uh, my inner chi is balanced, so I'm just leaving out of that. Anyway, do you guys want to talk, any, talk about it? David Villa, did he do well out there? Well, as I said, he was at N- NYFC, which is the club that Ishmael played for before uh, LAFC. So, you know, could there be a little link here? Most of the stars of Europe... Don't play as starters most of the time in MLS. Whoa, yeah, yeah, because I can't even get in the fucking team. <laughs> People are know MLS is definitely a lot better than our league. Uh, are they? They may have been. They may have been, or was he there after them? I don't know. Giovinco did well. You wouldn't call him big. Yeah, he won the league with Toronto. won MLS with Toronto, didn't he? Was it Toronto? I think it was. Uh, right. A lot of people shooting on MLS, but it's much bigger league than ours. Well, yeah, financially as well. Um, so yeah, look, it's easy to get to get angry about signings that I've got in, uh, injury records and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Mr. Darabuluzi, I'm I'm waiting for my 
brown envelope to come through the post to say thank you for saying nice things. I'm 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 joking, man. We don't talk. Carlos Vela, yes, he he won MLS, didn't he, with LA? Did he win it with LAFC? I, I don't know. See, I don't even follow this league too well. Insigne is doing well. And Ducks, right, that's one. So you, you, people give me two names of players that have done well or are doing well at the moment. Okay? But these guys ain't stellar names. So, again, you've got to give the lad the benefit of that and don't shit on him. Please don't shit on him before he's even had the chance to fucking play for the, for the team. And um, for all we know, he might come good and he might be a decent player and will be... You know, high-fiving each other in the streets. Yes. He's from Switzerland. Is he from Libya? He was born in Switzerland, wasn't he? And he represents Libya. Excellent. So, um, there you go. There you go. Anyway, right. I'm done, boys and girls. I've gone on for 36 minutes and 48 seconds. Um, that's it from me. Unless there's anything else you want me to, to discuss. Shall we talk about shaving the beard again? A thousand, a thousand euros for charity. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to speak to the person that's in charge of the charity and get more information on how we can go about doing this. And we'll have some fun with it. Gusu Improvement. What are we talking about, Andrea? Gusu Improvement. Okay. Gusu is improving slowly, game by game. Um, I didn't see anything miraculous from him against Paralimni. Um Okay, he's, he's getting better, which is what we want to see, right? We want to see him doing better. Of course we want to see him do We don't want him doing shit. We don't want another injury. We don't want any problems. Of course. It's good to see him do well. I still think he's going to be a centre-back eventually for us. But fine, that, that's just my opinion. And your opinion is, is just as valid as mine. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see him do well. Um, he doesn't look like he's suffering from the injury. Um and uh, what, what impressed me most about him the other day is that he was getting forward into the box. Uh, and it looked like he had the, a, a decent energy level on him. He's still getting used to the game. He's still getting used to playing regularly. And, you know, I think it helps when you've got someone like Bash there because Bash does a lot of the donkey work as well. He does a lot more of the donkey work than, than Kasama, that's for sure. So perhaps playing alongside Bash is helping him improve um, or get used to playing more minutes because I guess if if Kasama's there then Kasama's trying to do more creative stuff whereas Gus is going to have to do a lot more tracking and and winning the ball back I don't know but look I'm, I'm thrilled to see him back I'm thrilled to see him playing and we missed him last season didn't we we, we really did really did and um him being missing obviously uh, contributed massively to us having a, a shit league campaign. He would have been so important in, in big games where players went missing. But that's last season. That's the past. And we just need to look forward. And this is what I keep saying. Look forward. Look forward. Don't look at the past. The past is done, boys and girls. It's the same with anything in life. The past is done. You can't rewrite the past. It's done. Don't worry about something that can't affect you. It's done. That's, that's behind. That page is closed. Next chapter. Next fucking chapter. So come on. Back Ishmael. Hade. Boys and girls, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back very, very soon. So until next time, thank you, Bet on Alpha. Jebame Shilakamu. Fuck Androbi. Let's go, boys and girls. Come on.